Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends, pop culture, current events, headlines in the news, trends, music, a lot of music. We're music. We're a music couple. Uh, and uh, often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac and Donna, my second act, the podcast. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, so Halloween is coming this month. It's October. It's officially, we're recording on October the 2nd. If you're listening, it's October 3rd. Tuesday, 10-3. 10-3. Um, and so October, I mean, Halloween was such a big deal when you're, you know, when your kids are little. We had a great neighborhood event. We would all go down and, you know, we'd have like hot dogs and chili and all the neighbors would just come into the cul-de-sac. And yeah. as crazy as it sounded, it was like you lived in the same neighborhood, but the, you know, the only time you saw each other was at the bus stop. And then for Halloween, you did see each other a lot more because when you have little kids, you're just around neighbors more. And so I am, I have one skeleton on the porch. He's a gold skeleton. He's kind of a um, bougie skeleton, I would say. And, you know, we used to have the skeleton that sat on the porch. Do you remember that skeleton that had, like, the the little pirate cut-off shorts on him? And uh, he was he animatronic. Was, and so when someone motion. came up on the porch, he motion. would make this motion. and his yes. head would turn. Hello. Are we listening? Motion, motion detected. Motion yes. detected. Yeah. And so one time the FedEx guy came up, and that happened. And he ran and tripped off the porch and skinned up his little knees. If only ring cameras. So if only ring cameras had been around during this period. I know, and they weren't. And I went outside to help him up. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I am so sorry." I felt so bad. I mean, can you imagine the things during Halloween that these FedEx and Amazon people have to deal with? Well, it's gotten Super Bowl level style stuff because if you go to Home Depot, uh, don't don't sleep on Home Depot and Halloween decorations. It's really the place to go. Um, I was taking a walk last night. Actually, it was this morning. Uh, before the radio show, what I often do? Yes, you know, I, I, I've I've started this new kind of um, this new kind of program, um, and and so my thinking is well, let's this. just let's stop right here okay. and let's just share the program. Let's go. I cannot well, wait. Well, it's not. It's, Let me get my no, cup of coffee. It's, it's not, no. And my pop tart. No, no, I'm no, ready. No, no, it's not that at all. It's not that at all. But I've decided that if you're going to exercise and you're going to walk and you're going to stretch and do that kind of stuff, do it before you go to work. That way, it's done and you don't have to worry about it. So I, take I totally a, agree, and I'm really proud of you. That's fantastic. So I was walking the neighborhood uh, this morning, and I was blown away at the the Halloween decorations and, and how the houses, so many of them are decorated. And it's not like with uh, like uh, like streamers and things. I'm talking yeah. animatronic, Disney-esque, Universal Studios-like monsters that, uh, that, that lash out at you as you walk by. Yeah. It's really. Do you agree that Halloween this year specifically seems to me that it has is it's at another level? Yeah. No. Well, I think it. I think it's that's the way it it's is. It's been now, building. But, it's um, been building, but is it a different level this year? It seems to me. Yeah. So I'm. I'm just kind of like I'm not going for all that because there is you know just had we had the house painted and kind of got me a aesthetic going on and I just don't want all that stuff. Now, I think I am going to put, we've been talking about my spider situation, but I think I'm going to put up some like faux furry spiders on the porch. But I also don't that, I don't want that to encourage like the real spiders to come. Do you know what I mean? Like it draws them in? Yeah. Because I mean, listen, I'm doing battle and I did receive my salt gun. And let me tell you something, 
I'm all about it. Is that fun? The problem is I knocked down all the spider webs. So now I've got to invite a couple of them back to build some webs so I can knock, knock them, them down, down with my salt gun. I hear you. I hear the excitement in your voice about that thing. Oh, my gosh. And let me tell you something. If you're some rogue person coming up to sell pine straw, you're going to get your ass blasted with a salt gun, too. All right. Well, you, you those mean, two people. We're off task here. My point to Halloween is when you get old, you just have no interest in these, like, holidays that you used to have interest in. See, I seem to have an interest for the first time in a long time in Halloween this year. Good for you. I have some decorations. Well, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was at Marshall's yesterday, and I bought a mummy that says Boo for $19.99. And I walked up to the register, and I said to the lady, this is uh, Sunday last night, so it was near closing time. And I said, uh, doesn't everybody need one of these? Everybody needs a mummy, a boo mummy on, on, on Halloween. And she goes, do you want a bag to carry that out? And I said, no, I'm going to carry it out the door of pride. Put it on my, rest it on my shoulder, carry it out of Marshall's. Boo, big old mummy, toilet paper wrapped mummy. I love that. Yeah, I got a couple different uh, different things. I haven't decided if I'm going to go all out or not. I don't think I'm going to go all, all out, although some of the neighbors have. It's like uh, it looks like Disney on Halloween at uh, in the Trillith area right now. Uh, it's, it's impressive, but I just don't know that I want to go that far out with it. I have to like um, temper my my uh, irony conversation on this because this is a man who would not hang up crap at this house. Here we go. Welcome to Cadillac Jack. My segment. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did you me. fall? No, I didn't. Wouldn't you love that? But anyways, I'm glad that. Um, you were into all that. Well, I didn't say that I'm, ow. Oh, I just had to bend over. I just had to bend over. Oh, I pulled something. I didn't say I'm all into it necessarily. I just, I'm impressed with uh, the level at which it seems Halloween has been taken this year. Seems to me it's at a different level uh, with it. And it's not just Halloween, it's fall stuff too. You know, like I saw a lot of corn, corn shucks. Is corn that what husks. It is? Corn husks and uh, like uh, bales of hay and things. It's not just Yeah, the real monsters. irony will come in when you like bring in you a big Christmas tree and get it in the stand and don't cuss. And- yeah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm going to jump right over Christmas. Well, no, you're not because you're going to get us a Christmas tree. True that. True that. True that. Anyways, um, those rogue people that come around that there's like three of them that drive through our subdivision on the regular who have, and I'm not cutting these people down but this particular three people between them maybe have six, six teeth. teeth wow two each. did you hear what we just did there what no listen back to the listen back to the episode what do you mean when it posts just listen back to the episode there at uh, about the eight minute mark okay when do they knock you up last um, all the time. Well, they were just driving through like this past weekend and like I'm yelling for my porch because they pull up in this truck that I swear looks like the truck that, that was on the Beverly Hillbillies. You know, they had the seats up high right. where a couple of them could sit up high right, right. and scout out. And I'm, I swear I'm not being mean about this, but these people are relentless. I mean, relentless. And it's the same three kind of men. And so I'm like, on the porch going, don't need, I mean, I just got pine straw. Trying to Literally flag them off. paid like, a don't lot even, of money don't, for pine Don't straw. even walk up the driveway. No. And they get, and, and like Roscoe doesn't like them. And it says at the front of our subdivision, no soliciting. And I'm just like, no. And, and I can't imagine that anybody goes for this pine straw from these, these characters. Well, you have to stand there and count your bales. 
Uh, yeah. And who has time for that? Who has time to count their bills? But it's not even bailed up. It's like just rogue pine straw. Loosey goosey. Yes. I don't know how it doesn't blow all over the road and everything. It probably does. But I'm just like, no, 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 no. I don't need any. And they're kind of like aggressive. They're aggressive pine straw hawkers. Who do you call when something like that happens? You call the HOA and say, listen, all this money that we pay you and all these meetings that we have and the new board versus the old board versus the new board, you people need to get to work. But can you call 911? No. You're going to call 911 and For be like, we have an emergency Aggressive so- soliciting, aggressive soliciting. Yeah, we have an emergency over here in the white columns. We need you to get over here and, yeah, they're going to be like, lady. We'll call 511 then. Or is that where, is that the number you call before you drill? I'm not quite sure. No. Okay. 811. You're giving poor information. 811 is what you call before you dig. Dig, not drill. Okay. 611 is the non-emergency line. Line. For law enforcement. Correct. Okay. I guess that's the same in every community, right? Don't know that. Mm. Don't know that. Have you seen Kelsey Ballerini on the cover of Time Magazine? Yes. Fabulous. Seriously. I was blown away. I was at uh, I was at Publix yesterday as well, and I'm checking out, and I look over, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! I recognize, I know that girl. What, what magazine is that? And then who is that girl? Who dad is what I said, Donna? Who dad? Kelsey Beller reading on the cover of uh, one of the Time Next 100 um, issue. They do it every year, but it's uh, basically the world's rising stars, and Kelsey is on the cover of I think one of four different uh, different issues, and her her little uh, ode. If you will, was written by Shania Twain. I love that. Have you read it? Not yet, but I, I just, I'm so here for all of this. Um, I got to tell you, I loved, love, love, still love. I mean, I just listened to it. I, I still listen to it. Love it. Mountain with a View. And all of them from Rolling Up the Welcome Map. And that's the uh, the EP that she did after leaving her husband, right? Uh, well, while Evans. they were going through a lot of stuff. But right. yeah, it's just good stuff. I mean, she wrote so much of it. She's super talented. And I think for so long, I kind of... Poo-pooed her. You poo pooed her. You did. You poo pooed her. I you, did. You poo pooed Kelsey Ballerini. I did. I know you did. But it just shows you how one project. But it was. It wasn't like she had to prove anything to me because I'm no one. But I just kind of. I don't know. I thought she was more fluff and dust. And then when she got really gritty and started writing some really good stuff, I, I just it brought me in. To be honest with you. Well, people love gritty. People love honesty, vulnerability. They love transparency, especially when it's in the world of a celebrity. Yeah, um, they do. They 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 thrive on that kind of stuff. I was I'm going to get a paper cut here. I'm afraid, but I was um, looking at the other 99 uh, that join Kelsey Ballerini in the uh, time next 100. Uh, Jalen Hurts is uh, the future of football, but Peyton Manning wrote his article. He led the Philly Eagles to the Super Bowl earlier this year, and the Eagles are four and I think after uh, after Sunday. Coming up this episode, we're going to talk about the Taylor Swift effect that continues for... We're just going to get right into it. For the uh, for the uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I well, let's to, just get right into it. Okay, right well, now. hang on. I'll get, go ahead, and then I'll come back with uh, Kelsey. Well, go ahead. What else do you want to say about Kelsey? I just wanted to read a part of what Shania Twain wrote about her. Because what happens is, say, if you are if you are Metro Boomin, Donna, Metro Boomin is 29. He's hip-hop's ma- 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 maestro. Maestro. He's hip-hop's maestro. Uh, John Legend wrote his article. So someone else writes... Um, your blurb in Time Magazine. Uh, Ronald Cooney Jr. Um, of course, I mean, you can't get any bigger in baseball right now than Ronald Cooney Jr. He's he's an Atlanta Brave and has broken every record in Major League Baseball this season. Uh, his little article was written by 
uh, a player for the Detroit Tigers named Miguel Cabrera. So it's someone that you know or someone that you have a relationship with. Um, I'm buying time here, and I apologize. I should have dog-eared it, Donna, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So let's continue with uh, the Swifties. Okay, well, let's just get straight into it. Taylor Swift was at another... MetLife uh, Stadium, Sunday night, the uh, Jets. Yeah, the Sunday night Chiefs and Jets game. And she came with this entourage because she always does. You know, the girl just doesn't go by herself anywhere. She just doesn't. She never has. But she was with her friend, her really good friend, Blake Lively. They've been friends forever. I think she's probably one or a couple of their kiddos' godparent. Um, She name-checks a couple of those kids in that little fairy project she did. About the trees trees during the pandemic. Yes. So the night before, her, uh, Blake Lively, Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, Sophie Turner, that's what I really want to talk about in a minute, Um, Joe, who's in a, you know, battle royale with Joe Jonas for divorce proceedings, who Joe Jonas was the Jonas that dated Taylor. Comes full circle. Full circle. And her and Sophie have been friends for a long time. This is not something that just developed during this divorce. And then Ryan Reynolds, who's Blake Lively's husband, and Hugh Jackman, you're like, what on earth? They're supposedly in a Marvel movie coming up, so I think that's why he was there. Don't you think Uh, Marvel loved it, too, though? Oh, I'm sure. Because people, you know, everybody's trying to put together, like, what are these people doing together? What's the connection? And they all sat in a suite. And, you know, there is a large segment of the population, probably including people listening to this podcast, that are just over this crap. Seriously, over this crap. So I had this one person tweeted, this guy tweeted out. I just this I just thought this kind of spoke to probably some of the men out there. You ready? He says, I just want to watch football. I don't give a shit that Tay Tay is there. I don't need to hear about it every five minutes. Congrats, announcers, on putting her songs in your quotes. You are a blank blank for doing it. It's not cool. It's stupid. We all know the breakup album is coming in a few months. Again, and I love Taylor Swift's music. Going to see the movie, the Eras movie, because we didn't get to see her on tour. I, I am a fan. I don't know that I'm a full-on Swifty, but I am. I really like her music. Love it. However, I think Taylor Swift can be very polarizing for men. Not all men, but for some men. And so I think this is just like now it's almost like, okay, wait. Now she's taken over football? NFL, yeah. yeah. Can we just have one thing, ladies, you know, that you guys are not infiltrating? And so I don't know. I'll tell you, the most interesting thing to me was that they all had to go through security like normal people. Did you see the footage of them going down through security? I did not. I've seen pictures of them uh, at dinner the night before. This this entourage of uh, A-list celebrities with with, with Taylor Swift. And then I saw pictures of them actually in the suite, I guess, at MetLife Stadium. But I didn't see them going through security. I missed that. I'll have to seek that out, I guess. Yeah. I I mean, I... You know, as I've told you, we talked about on the radio this morning, there are so many people who think this is just a PR stunt, that the two of them just don't fit together, don't go together, don't make sense. And it all started, if I recall, he went backstage on one of her tour stops when she was in Kansas City. He wanted to. He's always been a Swifty fan. He talks about on his podcast. You know, he's always been one of those. But he, he dropped off a friendship bracelet for her, right? He brought one. Didn't get to drop it off. Okay. Who, who, who quabashed that? Was it Mama? No, I just don't think he ever got, they never like really kind of got together and hooked up. But he's, you know, he's just talked about it. And, and I think he talked about it to sort of, 
I think he is a Swifty, but I think he also talked about it because he knows women are Swifties. And I just think it's a whole thing. And then they, maybe, you know, she had time off. And then like, like I said, he invited her to, you know, his stage, which is Kansas city, because he went to see her play there. And I think she took the bait, whether we, you know, whether they were made to be a match or not, but they have gone out a lot. They say that they've hung out much more than what we're seeing. So who knows? I love him. I don't see them together. I'm just going to be honest with you. Please. I see him with like a Sofia Vergara or like a Kim Kardashian, like a woman with some meat on her. And I hate to say this, guys. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. But, you know, I just don't see him with a tall, skinny girl with a flat rear end. Because hmm. he's a big old guy. What's the, what's the age difference? I don't, I don't know. Nothing that matters. Age is just a number. Not necessarily. I was curious though. Uh, his jersey is now the best selling. Not just a number. It is uh, his his okay. jersey is now the best selling jersey uh, jersey in all of NFL. Them. Um, there's seen spikes in ticket sales. I don't know where Kansas City is playing next weekend or this coming weekend, but they saw a spike in sales at uh, MetLife Stadium last night after you know people just assumed, just thought for a moment that she was going to show up, and 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 so there's been a spike in a very very sought after demo that the NFL has never had access to. And so you want to talk about having a boner. Uh, the NFL right now has a boner because Taylor Swift is bringing females 1834 to the NFL programming. And it's never happened before. Right. And I would also say, dare say that they're bringing females that, I mean, there are a lot of us females who've always been interested in football. I've loved football my entire life, but I do think some of those bookwormy Swifties who have no idea like who the quarterback for the Chiefs is or who even plays for the Falcons. I think that they're coming to it. Now, are they going to stay? Absolutely not. The minute this situation is done, which I don't know how long that's going to be, um, they're going to go back to their books. They're going to go back to the library. So the NFL better enjoy it because it's going to be short-lived. You think so? Absolutely. So take it while you can. Yeah. These Swifties are not going to hang around and play fantasy football. They're not that kind of girl. They're there for Taylor, and they're to, to, to see the drama. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about, which I can't believe we haven't talked about on the podcast. Let's talk about this Joe Jonas, Sophia Turner, Sophie okay. Turner situation. Right. Well, broad, okay, stroke, she's, broad Strokes first. They were married. Had, they do have kids, and they're going through a divorce. They have, a very, they have very young kids. Um, and I'm trying to think how long. They, you know, they got married in Vegas. They were married by an Elvis impersonator. Um, she is obviously an actress. And he is part of those Jonas's and she is British. And a lot of what they're kind of contesting right now is she has wanted to take the kids back to the UK. Um, and she, you know, she was on game of Thrones. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, and let's see, I don't know how long they were married. Uh, I'm going to find that out. You continue. I'll put a Google on that. Okay. And so they celebrated like his birthday and they uploaded all these pictures and, you know, he's been out on tour with his brothers and everything and literally seemed like everything was, you know, just fine. Um, and they have a 14, 14 month old. That's right. They have two girls, four years, but they have a 14 month old daughter. Um, so <sighs> something happened on this. They, there was ring camera footage that Joe Jonas saw. Of Sophie Turner. 
no one knows if, if she was talking about their relationship and he heard that, if she was bringing someone into the house, if there was something going on. Because he filed. He filed. And he made the statement somewhere that the ring camera footage was the, the main reason to file for divorce because seemingly they've had some ups and downs, but they like, they, there's been not really, they weren't talking about getting divorced. They weren't talking about getting separated. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he files. So something he saw on the ring camera, and it is like the most coveted question out there as far as like this kind of stuff. When, if, if you're interested in these two, it's just like, what was it? What did he see? And people have speculated. And even before her and Taylor kind of reunited in New York because she's having to stay in New York because they're having all these proceedings in New York for the divorce. Well, she's, sta- she's staying at Taylor's condo. Right. And they've been friends for a long time. Let me say this did not just come about when they got divorced. However, people have said that maybe Taylor was coming to their house and it made him so mad because he thought they were sitting around talking about him or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. Do you get divorced over that? I don't know. Was she bringing a bunch of people in to have like a rager while he's on tour and like her kids were there and there was like drinking or, you know, I don't know, drug use or something like what it had to be something I would think pretty substantial, right? You would think. But it, it, I mean, it's just fascinating. The whole ring camera thing. Like it, if you look it up, it's amazing the things that people have seen from like significant others, spouses, like if you go down this whole rabbit hole, like there's one on TikTok, like just tons on TikTok of like ring camera footage and what people have seen people doing in their homes while they're not there. He fought for divorce from Sophie uh, on around uh, like at Labor Day. Married four years, shared two daughters, ages three and one. Joe said in legal documents that his and Sophia's marriage was, we know the words, we see them, you know, irretrievably broken. broken. Um, Sources telling TMZ that things between them had been rocky for at least six months before he decided to end things. They issued the joint statement, of course, that were unified. There's that word. Um, She says in court documents, in her responses, Donna, that's what they're called, responses, that uh, she had no idea Joe was going to file. She found out through the media. She found out, uh, said they had a very big argument on Joe's birthday, August the 15th. And that's uh, what we know. Hang on here. Hang on. Hang on. TMZ reported that Joe had decided to file for divorce because he is and Sophie's different lifestyles. With the source apparently telling them she likes to party. He likes to stay home. Joe did not want a second child. Here we go. One of the most interesting claims that was made about their split was that Joe had apparently seen footage via their ring camera of Sophie doing or saying something that hugely influenced his decision to file for divorce. TMZ claimed that multiple sources close to Joe said he had seen footage of Sophie saying and or doing something that made him realize the marriage was over. Understandably, fans were left super intrigued by the apparent footage and I took to X, formerly Twitter, to uh, share their thoughts. And there's a lot, as you said, just hundreds of theories as to what it was. Yeah. What, 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 what are things that, I mean, what makes you file for divorce from a ring camera? What is it? Is it something you saw or something you heard? Does it matter? I'm asking you that. Like what, what, what would make people, what, well, is obviously, those, what, what are those I, egregious things? I think sneaking somebody into your home, like having an affair in, in, in the home, right? 
Yeah, in your in your home that you share with people, your right. kids. Yeah, I think that um, if you are bad mouthing your spouse uh, in in front of someone else, talking yeah. poorly, does that justify? I don't know if that justifies a divorce. Maybe a counseling session or four. You know, just uh, just some good makeup sex. I don't know. Um, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends. I think if you have small kids and you see someone, you know, you're out of town and you see someone bringing people in like to party or whatever, that's alarming. Um, I don't think they're, you know, I, I think that that is probably, you know, if you suspect stuff is happening, then you're, you probably are looking at the ring camera maybe in real time. But if you're not, and you go back later and look at it, I would imagine that that is the lowest of the low right? to see. You know, if someone is bringing someone in while you're away to sleep in your bed or, yeah, yeah, not good. What do you think is going to happen here? What do you think is going to be the end result? Kids go to England with mom or not? I think they'll probably split the year, split some time. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think she'll probably have a change of heart and, you know, she certainly has the financial means and the capability and she is an actress. She spends probably a lot of time in the States. I don't know that all of her filming is in the UK. So I think it's reasonable for a judge to say, you know, can you take them for holiday over there? But, you know, reside over here. The Bear 92.5 with Cadillac Jack and Donna in the morning. One could say that Cadillac Jack and Donna are the Ike and Tina Turner of country radio. Think about it. Tina Turner was the star of the show. Just saying. It's Cadillac and Donna. 530 to 10. On the Bear 92.5. Um, okay, so you know what is kind of like trending right now? There's a couple things on TikTok about what um, going into different stadiums and this, okay, like if, hopefully all the small children are at school now because this is not what you need to be doing, children. You're supposed to be going to your classes when you're in college. But there are people like you know putting things up about how these stadiums people are trying to sneak in, maybe some airplane bottles, some, yes, some small airplane bottles, mm-hmm. and how everybody's like kind of catching them now. Well, the big thing at Sanford Stadium at Georgia is they're checking these boys cowboy boots when they go in they're making them take off their cowboy boots and they're going through their cowboy boots because this is how the boys have been sneaking in the brown liquor well back in the old days here we go hang on here we go hang on fireball glory one more time yeah Yeah. story time story time of donna story time okay you firing it up here it comes here we go Glory, glory to old Georgia. Bopping up and down this morning. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Georgia, please, all, all hour long. And to hell with Georgia. Okay, Tech. all right, Donna, okay. Okay. Anywho, um, so I had this date one time, and you know, back in the little little house on the prairie days, when we went to the um, Georgia games, we would wear like these long dresses, you know? And the boys obviously wore their little, you know, khakis and their ties and everything. And my date asked me to put like some... Mm some drinks in like a plastic baggie uh-huh. and put them in Where? like under my dress. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Because they, he thought, okay, well they'll check, you know, me, but they're not going to check you. And so we get up to the gate and they like pat me down Uh-oh. and the plastic baggie breaks Uh-oh. and all of the Evan Williams spills on yours spills out. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, my water broke. 
stop it. Yeah. And they're like, well, it smells like liquor. Mm. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're trying to insinuate. And they kicked me out, Cadillac Jack. Did they, Donna? Did they really? Yes. Really? And what really made me so mad is not that they kicked me out, but my date was like, okay, I'll see you at Papa Joe's after the game. I'm like, what? He he went on into the stadium, didn't he? Yes. Yes, he did. It made me so mad. Mm. Let me tell you something. By the time he got to Papa Joe's, I already had another date. The hell with you. Sloshed and had another guy on your arm, didn't you? I didn't say I was sloshed, but I'm like, listen, I'm not waiting around on you. Y'all, that's Donna. Meanwhile, this wasn't even my Mm -hmm. idea. You know? To do what? To carry liquor every week? Yes, the I was carrying his liquor. It wasn't my liquor. And I tried to explain that to the nice security man. He was like, well, you made the decision to carry it. So you got to do the, do the crime, you do the time. Donna, Donna, D-O-N-N-A, Donna. Join us weekdays, 530 till 10. Cadillac Jack. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern. A simple search. The Bear 92.5 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. We'll get you there. And uh, enjoy us five days a week. We'd love to have you uh, part of the radio family as well. Again, search for The Bear 925 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. And join us, Cadillac and Donna, on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. Podcast, get it twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, with the App and Podcast Network. And it's free. Thanks to our partnership with great companies like Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, T-Mobile, home internet, 50 bucks a month. You pay more than that, you're getting shucked. That's shucked. Like the corn we spoke of at the top of the episode, uh, you're shucking corn for fall festivals and things. Plus, Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFordGA.com, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty, Brightmore Hospice, BrightmoreHealthcare.com. Awesome Alpharetta. Come play a while. Stay a while. And find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta. And Gallery Furniture, Gainesville, Ask for Donna. Uh, not Donna from the podcast, wife Donna, but uh, Donna from Gallery Furniture, Donna. A little confusing, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, but you can ask for me if you want. I mean, I could probably give you just as much information. But now I cannot do the financing and, like, load the truck and do all that stuff like you she could, can. You could, can you she do this? You're going to pop yes, out of an armoire. Can. You're going to pop out of an armoire at Gallery Furniture, <laughs> and then somebody's going to strap it to the top of their Civic and take it home. Yeah, something like that. So um, make sure that you get up to Gallery Fall is here. It's porch weather. We've talked about this. It's time to get that porch in good shape, get that outdoor furniture going. She has all of that. She's got those great rockers lined up just like Airplane jets at Hartsfield, they're lined up all out front. You can take them and go, grab it and go, but you got to pay first. Don't just grab it. Don't just grab and go. You know what I mean? Pay, grab, go. Yeah, pay, grab, go. But they're amazing. And these are really good rockers. We've talked about them before. These are Hinkle rockers. They're um, great quality. They're going to last forever. And that's what you need. And then also swing through the inside. And, you know, it's time for for that, you know, chilly weather with movies and football. Everybody's back in their houses, kind of hanging out. So if you're kind of looking around your room right now and you're like, gosh, if I could just get one recliner, that would change my whole room and change my life. It's time to do it. They've got them and they have them at great prices. 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Wolfman Donna's dad. Taught her everything that she, well, not everything that she knows. Donna's a very, very intelligent, beautiful businesswoman. She, she learned along the way as well. But she certainly had the foundation of selling furniture, and she knew furniture and how to sell it. And uh, Donna's going to get you financed as well. All you need is six months on the job and a checking account for guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman.com. The follow on Instagram is at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. At Ask for Wolfman Furniture, six, seven trucks a week. Bring brand new stuff to the showroom at 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville, Gallery Furniture.
Hard to believe that uh, six years ago this week, six years ago this week, at the Route 91 Harvest Festival in Vegas, 60 country music fans lost their lives. Hundreds more were wounded. When a man started a devastating attack, firing assault rifles from the Mandalay Bay, just steps from the stage where Jason Aldean was headlining that night. The night prior, Eric Church was the headliner. What you're going to hear now during the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast is a powerful and impactful message from Eric Church before he performed a song that he wrote in the five days between the mass shooting in Vegas and when he made an already scheduled stop at the Grand Ole Opry about five days later. During that period, he wrote a song, Why Not Me? I found this on YouTube this week, and I wanted to share it with you. This is from the Grand Ole Opry stage from that Friday night, about five days following the massacre. Remembering the victims of the Route 91 Harvest Festival. You're going to hear Eric Church do that and then perform Why Not Me? A song that had never been performed before because he just written it that week. You're going to hear just Eric Church, an acoustic guitar, an audience, and a country music wordsmith who found it impossible to hide their weeping. This is Eric Church. This past uh, this past Friday, I played um, I played the Harvest Music Festival in uh, Vegas, and uh, I was a headliner. And um, I um, I looked out there at that crowd in that place. It was our last show of the year, and um, I watched them hold American flags up. There and how about you? I watched them put an American scarf around my neck. There in Springsteen, they held records up when I played record year. And I was so moved by it, mainly because I looked at them and went, this is my crowd. I've seen this crowd all year. They're mine. Yeah. And they um, and they came from they came from all over the country because it was our last show. I did something different on the last song. Jumped back up on stage and I played Hold My Own and a man that was going to die young. And 48 hours later, those places that I stood was, was carnage. And those were my people. Those were my fans. And um, I didn't want to be here tonight. And I didn't want to play guitar. I didn't want to walk on the stage. But last night, let me try to get this out. Last night, somebody sent me a video of a lady named Heather Melton. And she was talking to Anderson Cooper on CNN. And she had on our church choir tour shirt. And he said, what brought you to Vegas? And she goes, we went there to see Eric Church. And and because he was Sonny's, her husband who died. It was his guy. And we went there to see his guy. And 
And then she said, we have tickets for the Grand Ole Opry tomorrow night. And as I, uh, over here, section three, row F, there's, there's, if you're there, if you're in row F, there's some empty seats, and that's their seats. And I'm going to tell you something. The reason I'm here, the reason I'm here tonight is because of Heather Melton, her husband, Sonny, who died. And every person that was there, because I'm going to tell you something, I saw that crowd. I saw them with their hands in their air. I saw them. I saw them with boots in the air. And what I saw, that moment in time that was frozen, there's no amount of bullets that can take away. No. And that night, something broke in me uh, on Sunday night when that happened. And the only way I've ever fixed anything that's been broken in me is with music. So I wrote a song, and um, and uh, this will be.
Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta for both the podcast and radio show. Cadillac and Donna, weekday mornings, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern, the Bear 92.5 Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. <laughs>